0: Welcome to the BetUS golf, t- horse racing and tennis channel. It is the ladies and men's French Open finals weekend. We have world number one, Iga Swantek. Odds on, minus 120 before it even starts. And I tell you what, she has not even broken sweat and looks all over to be the winner, and that means back-to-back victories after brushing aside Coco Goff last year, and Muchova will be her uh, opponent who was given a massive uh, mention early on in our preview show by one of my experts, but first of all, America's favourite sportsbook, so I'd like you to subscribe and also ring the bell, which means we'll notify you and you'll never miss any content again. So we go from Roland Garros on this channel, then we go to the LA Country Club, and if you love your golf, it's the US Open, and by away it's the best it's the best tournament in the world for golf because 95% of them can't win and secondly the other 5% they have pain for four days. It's just brilliant. If you <laughs> want to see golfers struggle, then make sure you watch our show on Monday with Nick Borman and James Mazzola. And it's a local uh, uh, golf club to James as well, so hopefully we can give you a few little snippets uh, there. If you'd like uh, any offers, props, or anything else, then type in betustv.com forward slash join. My absolute experts are obviously Noops, who is just been here longer than I have. In fact, he stays longer than the mother-in-law, but obviously he gives you winners uh, tournament after tournament. And uh, five-star, who's Andre, and he's from Vegas. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Andre, because Muchova in the final. You you said you said that she could be anything now that she's she's well after having like I don't know an illness for like 18
1: months. Yes, uh, Mukova is an unbelievable player. Is it I Mukova? Really yeah, really... not Muchova. You know how these names go. I'm American. So <laughs> if you say smoochapus, smoochapus. I hear on the broadcast they say Muhova. Some people say Mukova. So Mukova. So we'll just go I'ma just say Mukova. So uh Mukova is a really good player, guys. Um I really believe she's a top five player in the world. And if she hadn't got injured, she'd already be showing that ranking.
0: Wow. Well, whenever we have uh, pronunciations on this show, we go over to Noops because he makes it up. But when he makes it up, he makes it sound as if that's the way you should go. So, Noops, <laughs> Muchava, Mukova, Mushava. We don't want to be disrespectful.
2: What way are we going? So this is what I've heard lots of ways, but it seems to be the assumed pronunciation. I've heard her say it a few times is Mahova. And she is, as Andre
1: said, that's the, the only
0: most- one I didn't
2: mention. Sorry, Mahova. Yeah, Mahova.
0: Sorry, it's kind of
1: a soft You're right. Spread said Mahova as well. Oh, we like spread. Yes.
0: Big fan of yeah. the show. Big fan of spread. Yes,
2: she's one of the just seemingly endless talent pool of Czech um, women's tennis players. Super smart, really gritty. And if there's one thing we say just about every show, these big matches all come down to what's between your ears, and that's where she is absolutely at her best. So uh, whatever has been kind of hampering over the last few years, it's nice to see her. She's playing great tennis um you know you look at iga iga's yet to drop a set in this tournament mahova's only dropped a couple here so it's sh- should be a fun final you know maybe not terribly close i'm not sure if she can win but it, it should be interesting at least
0: yeah but one thing you're we're guaranteed is there is going to be value you might have to go digging you might have to put on your uh, your shield and and go with your sword in your hand and be gallant but if This this could be closer than the number one seed against the unseated Muhova. Let's have a little look at the numbers because that's how we're going to get rich. Okay, so we've got Swantek. Uh, minus six, uh, plus 100. So I look like last year she won one and three against Coco goff So we're looking for Muhova to just get, well, basically, what are we thinking? Even seven, four, uh, six, four, six, three does the job. Uh, under 19 games at minus 115. What about Mushiva to get seven games? Just seven games, which again is the four and the three, which all these numbers are pushing us towards. With uh, over seven at minus 125. Alex, what do you like on the money line board?
2: Yeah, and I start to take a look at this. That's a nice part about these Grand Slam finals. Just a ton of options. It's r- obviously really tough to support Iga as big as a favorite as she is, but uh, she deserves this. I mean, the, the market is telling us we're going to look at 6-4, 6-2, 6-4, 6-3, Iga, which more often than not is probably what we're looking at, but is uh, a very clever player. She's going to find a way to stretch this match out a little bit, and I think the best way for me to attack this is, instead of that plus six, go down the board a little further those player totals. I love those. I think I've actually bet them every time we have this show yeah. um, one of those and Mahova to get seven games again I just need three and four if she wins a set that's an absolute lock there and then you don't have to worry about that plus six where you know maybe you have a sweaty first set it's seven five seven six there Mahova, and then Ega just does her thing for the next two sets and it's six two six two and you lose in three and you're stuck there holding plus six which is just worthless at that point so I like the over seven and that's one of the best things like you said Flash you go a little further down the board you can find some nice to derivatives. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you the biggest one though, you didn't even mention it, is the way that these two have played Andre, the tiebreaker that means that Musheva or Muhova gets six games just in one and she might not even win the first set
1: I find it hilarious the line that they put out here I'm on Muhova, you guys know that you know what I think about her game and I think that she can easily make uh, the handicap for the plus six, the Mohova is 5 and 0 oh against top three players in her career. Um, Noob said everything right there. It's about between the head and uh, I, between the ears, excuse me, and the head. And uh, we all know that Eagles uh, a front runner. She gets a little shook in thir- three set matches. So if Mohova can get this match to three sets, she has a great chance to win it. And I really love the games you had Haddad Meyer yesterday and you were looking really good. If she, she got the over Ooh. for you. But if she would have won that set, I guarantee you we'll be talking about some different things today for the finals.
0: Yeah, I did take plus three thousand on Haddad Meyer for Wimbledon as well, uh just to try and just jump ahead of the curve. Um but there again, I, uh, I said about Zverev and he, uh, he cried off like a baby today. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, that's seven minus 125. Looks like a push, worst case scenario. And if we do get Muhova to actually get a set, because remember, Schwantek has looked a little bit shaky on serve and her talent has got her through. Alex, are we thinking that this is a straight set or do we think that because it's a big jump, you know, from her winning 2-0 to winning
2: 2-1 because it's plus 300 for her to drop a set. Yeah, it's, again, it's really hard. More often than not, I think Iga does win this match in two. She is the more talented player. She loves this surface and really builds her entire year around this moment. But Andre makes a great point. She has struggled a little bit in matches that have gotten to a third set. If Mahova can find a way to make this thing ugly, to get her to kind of doubt what's going on there, uh, there's a chance that there's some crack. So I think the shorter the match, the better it is for Iga. The longer the match it is, probably actually the better for Mahova.
0: Okay, is there any other bets that we like here first of all Andre because everything on that board says Schwante 6463 or 6364 because even the total is at under or over 19 games.
1: If anything, I like Mohova plus 1000 at 2 to 1. She's beaten her in three sets the two times that they faced they faced in the exhibition and they also faced on clay uh in Prague. Uh it was a couple years ago, but at the time in 2020 uh Swantek was really hitting her stride. that's when she was dominating uh at the french open and she was just becoming you know into the number one player so it wasn't like she was playing bad tennis at the time and it was the last time that muhova was healthy was in 2020. so i think that muhova is going to shake the world up because as i told you guys before ig has not impressed me with uh three set matches and also I, is she really the the most talented player in this match, I mean, Muhova can do a lot more things on the tennis court than Iga can. Iga has the name.
0: Yeah, and if, if there is any uh, people that are absolute stars uh, and they're studying the geography, Prague is just about eight miles west of Prague. Okay? And that's <laughs> in Tetra- <laughs> <laughs> Don't
2: worry, you give me an inch and I will take
0: a mile. Uh, Alex, any, uh, any other bets that you'd really like that are not on the uh, line board?
2: Yeah, a couple things, and we'll get to them. You can see them in Best Bet specifically. I, I like, like, yes, there'll be a tiebreaker in this match. That's plus 325. The way both of these play, I think we're looking at some long sets. I'll be betting set overs throughout the match. And, the, you know, just to go with that, pre-match, you can find first set over nine and a half. That's a nice plus money there if we can get to 6-4 or better in that first set, which, again, I think that's where it's going to be competitive. A lot of time, these WTA matches, you see a really tight first set, and then things loosen up a little bit as the match goes on. So I think there's a great chance of a tiebreaker here. Plus 325 is a really nice number. And then that first set over nine and a half.
0: Okay let's uh, so we've basically we've nailed it on but uh, Alex do you think that Schwantek wins?
2: I do. Uh, I'm more often going to go with just Ega 2-0 here.
0: Okay so Eager wins one side and we know that the other one's going with Mahova because he will even have a little bit on the Mahova on the money line so again um, we love that love that bit diversity but there's no way Alex is actually saying to you that eager go and bet eager to win because go. you're not going to yeah, get any value all the value is on Mohova in either games or handicap or even maybe uh, just a nick Nick in the tie-break, or just get to the tie-break. Okay, uh, let's move on, because that's Swantek and Mohova. Now, we go to the men's. Oh, we want to have a look at these first. Oh, great. That's, uh, my graphics team have done brilliant. So that's Mohova, over seven games, minus 125. Absolutely loved that. First set, over 9.5 at plus 200. They've been saying that the first set, 6-4. So if it's 6-4, then there's your plus 200, by the way. Tie-break in the match at plus 325 is a tie-break. And remember, the Muhova handicap or team total type style is at 7. Um, then you've got Mohova money line at plus 550. Now, a bit of money coming in because it was plus 610 about two hours ago. And Muhova plus 6 at minus 120. And don't forget, he was also pushing you towards Mohova to win 2-1 at plus 1,000. You could almost bet, if you think it's going three sets, you could bet Swantec at plus 300, 2-1. And you could have Muhova at plus 1,000 at 2-1. One. So uh, there's plenty of ways of skinning that cat. Okay, let's move on to the men's, please. Because we were absolutely robbed of a classic semi-final in uh, Alcaref. Number one seed, world number one. Getting injured in the third set. But Djokovic does what Djokovic does. And he's now going for Grand Slam number 23. He's minus six games against last year's beaten finalist, Casper Ruud. Casper Ruud, basically, he only got six games last year. He got beat three, free and love by Rafa Nadal. Now, all of a sudden, do we see him uh, learn from that experience? Because at plus six games is plus 105, well the last year, if he's going anything like that, he's gonna lose eighteen six. So that means that maybe Djokovic minus six could be the way to go. Um under or over thirty eight and a half, Andre. The under at minus one twenty. Three nil, Djokovic is at plus one
1: fifty. Yeah, I'm playing the three nil with Djokovic, and I still think that the spread can get here. I think that Rue can actually cover the plus six and still uh Joker uh wins 3-0. I like the value in that. I think that after Djokovic gets past Alcaraz, he knows that uh, you know, now it's just a matter of time before he lifts uh, his 23rd major. So we're we looking at maybe a couple of tiebreaks here like
0: 7-6, 7-6, 6-3,
1: 6-4. Yes, because the way that Djokovic is playing now as we talked about before we went on the air, he's just playing rope a dope now. He saves his energy, he knows he's older now. And he plays in spurts. Now, if you're slipping and you give him a 0-30 off your serve, then he'll go on attack and try to break you. But otherwise, he's just cruising through, protecting his serve until he gets his opportunities.
0: Yeah, Alex, why is that number so big? Because Kasper Ruud, six games last year against Rafa Nadal. His total this year is 17.5, and and the under is minus 110. Even if I give him a set, so say I'll give him the tiebreak set, 7-6. I've then still got to go and find 10 more uh, games or 11 more games. The minus 110 under 17 and a half is actually jumping out at me.
2: I think it speaks a lot to what we've seen from Novak in this particular tournament. He is one of, if, the not, if not the best five-set match player of all time. And When you go back and look at this court, this is not his best surface. He doesn't like the slow surface that we've got here, however, has had plenty of success, and a lot of it again comes from kind of what Andre talked about we talked about before the show. He really likes to grind these guys down and has no problem kind of losing the first set. Now, we saw him grab the first today against Alcaraz and what could have been a longer match, but if you get to Djokovic, you get to him early. Um, We've seen that the last couple Grand Slam finals here, and I think that there's a chance that, you know, Rude can kind to take this first set but then Djokovic as we've seen in the past sort of pours it on here so uh, I'm looking at Rude here early I think if you do want to back Rude in any way it's got to be in this first set because if he doesn't grab this first set or at least keep things close he's going to lose the plot It's just so hard to play with Djokovic in front of a crowd that really respects him, that really loves him. And the longer and longer it goes, the more advantage he seems to have. So I think that's why you're seeing maybe the total a little bit high. Um, One of the things I did bet over three and a half sets, um, you know, that's a little bit juicy here, but that's kind of the market telling us here. We think Rude can grab one. It's probably Djokovic 3 0, maybe 3 1, but, you know, maybe Rude can keep it competitive again to get us to 39 games on the total or that plus six, which again ties into maybe we're looking at a tie break something like that so uh, expect Djokovic to win he really has the class he really has the pedigree here but uh, this is Root's best surface and he's going to throw some big punches we'll see if Novak can take them. I'm going to bet Root early and then you know maybe grab a little bit live but for now just going to look at him early
0: yeah try and cast your mind back 12 months please Andre because what happened to Rude because he was shown all sorts of craft to get to the final against Nadal? Did the occasion just get to him, or is it just Nadal home game on the clay? Uh, because 3-3-0, free, free that's one of them where you wish you had your chance again.
1: Roll forward 12 months, there is his chance again. He's going to do the same thing, and the reason why is because he's facing one of the GOATs. It's no different from whether it was Nadal across the net or Djokovic. Um, he's going to perform the same way just because he grew up looking up to these guys. And uh, we've seen before that um, Rude just doesn't perform well against, you know, the big guys, man. Uh, Djokovic has played him uh, now four times. He's won all eight sets, you know, that he's played against him. Uh, it hasn't been really competitive, but he did keep it within six on all of those matches. So that's the only side that we can look for with Rude is maybe taking the plus six with the games, but I don't think he has a chance. Uh, to win the match. So I'll definitely be on Djokovic uh, 3-0 and Djokovic 3-1. Is just, a, you know, just the way to kind of hedge my bet. But I have no doubt that the Joker's going to lift the title. And we think that 38 is just one of those.
0: It is a toss of a coin, Alex, because, I mean, if we think it's free, then obviously we're going to be miles under. But if we get that one tie break of 7-6, then really, it's I think it's under or nothing, you know. Because if you go over, then Rude, you're going to cash elsewhere with Rude anyway.
2: Yeah, and that's why I'm looking again at that over three and a half sets versus this over 38 and a half games. Because a lot of times in these matches, and we see it just about every finals, there's a throwaway set. All of a sudden, there's a 6-1, a 6-2 in there. Because these guys know we've got plenty of time. Let me save some energy here and try to wrap this thing up. So I agree, Flash. That 38, it looks really risky to me. And as much as I'm going to be betting over three and a half sets, if you made me bet the total, I'm going under.
0: Oh, you've got to go under because you, you could see Djokovic throwing in a six one, six love, but the other games could be seven, six, seven, six. Do you know what I mean? You're gonna be right sort of on the number. Um but I just can't see Andre Rude getting eighteen games. That's a big no. jump from six last year to eighteen this year.
1: No, I don't I don't think he does it either. He played a great match today against Everz Everett didn't, you know, give a lot back. We'll see. I think if Ru wins, the best bet would be um, to take him for the first set only. That's the only set I could see him winning. He might come out early, come out on fire, you know, have a you know a lot of redemption uh, in his mind from last year showing, and uh, you know play one great set. But after that, I expect Joker to take over.
0: Yeah, and and the other big thing we've got to mention is Djokovic didn't really have a match. He he had basically two great sets, and then that was it. He was just completely handed it on a plate and he just woofed it up like he's not eaten for weeks. He just, it was just (laughs) no way back. Um, But there again, I would like to say that I love the fight in uh, Alconef more than I like the fight of a fit Zverev. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's have a little look at Saino's. Was horrible, would not it? Uh, and I'm glad I didn't press the button on the plus 40,000 when we had the pre-show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Zverev and her Meyer had both got there. Jeez, I'd be like walking on water. As you can see, Next I'm year. not your... Uh, yeah, maybe. Or Wimbledon. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, as you can see, I am your presenter, not your expert, so I'll roll over to uh, Noops. He's gone over three and a half sets in the game now at minus 140. First set, Kasparud on the money line. So basically just Kasparud just to win the first set. Uh, Plus 225, that's a a really big number because if you're going to get Djokovic, you better get him early and get him cold. Um, Okay, so Andre's gone with Kasparud. Plus 6 at plus 105. Djokovic 3-0, plus 150. Djokovic 3-1, plus 240. I really do like, by the way, under 17 and a half games for Kasparud at minus 110. I'm going to play it. I'm not uh, making it like an official for you to see that. If you've got the sound up, you'll know I will be playing Rude under 18 games, basically. Uh, I just can't see where he gets that. From 6 to 18 is a massive jump. Okay, let's have a quick Q and A. If there's anybody in the chat, then I know that Harry Dockett, he's all over the tennis. He's been uh, texting me and DMing me uh, enough for me to uh, want to delete social media. It was there was that many, but again, obviously, I cannot pick and choose who wants to interact with me. Uh, Aaron's saying that tiebreaker. He really likes that one as well. I think that was in the uh, the ladies. Uh, final, which is obviously on Saturday. Remember, the men's is on Sunday, and there's no this was predictable by the way. This uh, men's final on Sunday because it's number three seed playing number four seed. Um, and number one got injured in the semi final. Uh, number two, well, he had my money on him, so that's more than a weight that any man can bear. Okay, uh, let's move on to the best bets because there's plenty of them. OK, let's start off with Alex. OK, we're going to start off with the women. Uh, we're going to go for Mohova over seven games, minus uh, 125. And first set over nine and a half at plus 200. Remember, the numbers are pushing you towards 6-4, but we could even see 7-6 there. So that plus 200 looks like it could pay for the rest of the match. Uh, tie break in the match at plus 325. Imagine if you go first set over nine and a half at plus 200, and it's, it ends in a tie break. That's plus five twenty-five units in probably about 35-40 minutes. Uh, Djokovic and Rude over three and a half sets in the match at minus one forty. And first set, Casper Rude money line at plus two twenty-five. Uh, Andre's gone for Muhová money line plus five fifty. Muhová plus six on the handicap at minus one twenty. Casper Rude plus six at plus 105. Djokovic 3 0 plus 150. And Djokovic 3 1 at plus 240. Um, and then my one was Casper Rude not to win. 18 games at minus 110. And the more I talk about it, the more I want to make that a banker and be greedy and have 220 to win two. Uh, Okay, so uh, from BetUS, that's obviously the French Open. Let me just mark your card. You've got the US Open Golf coming up Monday with James, myself and Nick. And then in two weeks' time, we're going again. It's Wimbledon. It's the... uh, Lads, where do you stand on this? Let's give people a bit of a little mini-mini preview. Andre... Wimbledon is it the number one is it the one to win it's a standout
1: it's always been the one to win in our lifetimes growing up as tennis players as got tennis fans as guys who are middle-aged guys I think the U.S. Open is past it in with the new generation
0: no, I, I think it.
1: the new generation likes the U.S. Open more why because it's
2: faster or
0: Alex what about you you look like you're the my crowd, age
1: the crowd they love the crowd. <laughs>
2: I think it's Wimbledon or the French Open and and because they're specialty surfaces, uh, you know, you can win their two hard court slams, which is a myopic way of thinking about it. But I think people kind of toss those away. And Wimbledon is the oldest tennis tournament, I believe, in the world. So uh, there is something always to be said to that. And... As much as everybody loves the French Open, I don't hear people talk about Roland Garros the same way they talk about, you know, the all-England Lawn and Tennis Club. I mean, it just, it has this aura to it. And because we get to see such little grass tennis, I think that one personally is a little more special. But, uh, you know, we're splitting hairs here between there and the French Open. It's definitely these two are the top two in Premier Slams.
0: Yeah, uh, they are the top two, but Wimbledon's miles ahead of the second uh, because it is everything. Uh, Okay, just to let you know, also, tomorrow is the Belmont Stakes. If you want to go over to BetUS TV, you will be given the winner, I do believe. So myself and Brian Zipsy have gone through the race. And I do believe, again, I'm going to go back to back. I gave you the winner of the Preakness. I will be giving you the winner of the Belmont as well. So from Alex, uh, obviously, you'll be seeing him again very, very soon on NBA. Andre, look forward to uh, seeing you for Wimbledon. And uh, good luck tomorrow, Mahova. Massive shout. Pre uh, pre tournament, and uh, she might just home. Uh, somebody might have followed her, and uh, there might be big money. They might even tip us.